Hey, 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 everyone. Welcome back to Spilling the GNT podcast. You're here with Bolo and Dr. Tom. Now we're here to give you the opinion you never really asked for. But we're giving it anyway. That's right. Now, Bolo here's a performer. Hey, and Dr. Tom's a psychiatrist. <laughs> hmm. And we're here to give you our professional, professional. professional review on RuPaul's Drag Race Down, Down Under. Under, the finale. Yes, so <laughs> let's raise a glass. Or a bottle. And start spilling the GNT podcast. Clank. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to the grand finale for Drew Drupal's Drag Race? Well, it's like DRDU, isn't it? So yeah. it's like Drupal's Drag Race. Drupal's Drag Race Down Under. Tom, down Under. How's your week been? Great, thank you. Yeah. Really, really good. Yeah. Go. More importantly, because I never ask, how's yours been? My week's been good. I, um, I'll i be going to London in a few weeks to be doing um, the Turf Games. So if there's anyone oh. in London, there's the Turf Games um, Summer Festival. It's, it's, it's a festival as well, Tom. You're going to come, aren't you? I am indeed. And uh, we're, we're going to be taking our podcasting gear we down will, there. Actually. So we'll be podcasting from London in a nice hotel on the 50th floor oh, we because, we're there, because we're there people. And highly exclusive. Ibis. I'm that girl. Yeah. <laughs> in the in the exclusive um travel lodge. Yes. <laughs> no, we'll be podcasting from there. So I've been doing a lot of training and mm-hmm. trying to get my bunny right, Tom. You're working incredibly hard. Yeah. And, but that's you know, how my week's been. You're seeing results in your performance, aren't you? Just for anybody out there who doesn't know, what what is turf games? What do you do in turf games? It's I it's well outside of drag racing podcasting, mm-hmm. I also like to uh keep fit and do, do like do do fit stuff. Fit throw, stuff. Throw heavy things. Yes. Um, run. But you know, as I'm working out, I'm always my mind going, "Why are you doing this?" <laughs> as, as you know, while I'm on my thirtieth burpee, I'm like, "What's the point?" And then, why, what, what's your why? answer? What do you tell yourself? I, there's no answer. There's no answer. <laughs> I, and then, and then I revisit that same conversation. And then the next time I mm-hmm. do it, so I'll be doing that. That's basically my week, and I'll be doing it with optimum nutrition. Yes. You know what? And they sent me like a pack, a the, box of which all I'm this. allowed to share. Yes, and I did. I thought they were gonna like send me like you know how like when you when you uh, buy something or you're a part yeah. of something, they send you like those tiny little those tiny teeny, teeny tiny 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 little sachets. things. The sachets. I thought it was gonna be that, and then a box appeared. Yeah, and then there was all the all this goodies in it, and I was like, what? Actually, quite useful things. BCAAs. I come through. BCAAs, whey protein. So yeah, so I'm that shout girl. out to Optimum Nutrition. Yeah, yeah, sponsoring this podcast. <laughs> no, no way. But it's been my week. Tom, we got a lovely review. You know that we love hearing them. We did love indeed. seeing them. We love reading them. And we did have one review from Anna K. We did. Now let now, me just. Tom, go. Sorry, Tom thinks that I take here, all the credit. But... That I'm always one reading out the reviews. So Tom's. Tom's going to just go through his phone. It's He's, not even prepared. Why? I know. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Um, Anna, who often likes and comments on the uh, Instagram, I think. I really enjoy listening to Bowl on Dr. Tom. The episodes come out really quickly. and I can't wait to listen to them after I watch the show. The critiques are thoughtful. And they ask a lot of the same questions I do. Then bother to do their research and understand the references. Always entertaining. Love this podcast. So thank you so much, Anna. Thank that was you, such a Anna. Lovely, kind, lovely review. Thank you. And we're so glad that people continue to enjoy the pod. Yeah. So, you know what? Have you heard about Laganja? Yes, I have. Yes, because um, she popped up on the Instagram feed with her, with her news. But also, I think she's done a lot of interviews and stuff around it as well. But Laganja has come out as a proud, beautiful trans woman. Do you know what? It was last week before the news broke. Mm-hmm. Do, you, do you remember we we're going through? We we're having a little conversation yeah. um, off air. 
off air. Okay, guys. Um, so what what's the word that they use off the record? Off the record. I think it was kind of wasn't it about like we were going through the- and seeing how many seasons had transgendered um. Trans queens because now. we were talking about representation and all star yeah. six and how important it is. So and we're then, just kind of going through the seasons, thinking who who would be there to represent the gorgeous trans women of drag. If we did an all stars trans, yeah, right. yeah. And then um, you said, oh, you wouldn't be surprised if Laganja trans because we said see, season six was Julia Gunn, and then you said I wouldn't be surprised if Laganja um, also transitioned, and I, I was just like, why? And I don't know what your reason it was. It was because I just noticed that lately, obviously this is stereotyping a little, but I just noticed that on her Insta she'd been incredibly femme presenting even out of drag for some time because I follow her on Instagram so I see her regular updates, and I just it was just something I wondered, like oh, I wonder, I wonder if she's if she's identifying as, as a woman and, and living as a woman. So just something I kind of wondered out loud and lo and behold. Um, but she looks happy. She looks healthy. She 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 really seems to be like at peace, which is wonderful. Because I guess like the, the, the Laganja we remember from season six had a really tough time. Um, interestingly, um, Race Chaser are doing season six at the moment. And we know that I dip into Race Chaser when they're doing the retro seasons, not when they're doing the live current ones. Um, because they are fantastic. Um, but yeah, just like Laganja did struggle with her mental health during that time. I think part of that was not, I'm not, I'm not no shade, not having access to weed. I, I think she uses it to medicate herself a lot to, to help with her emotional ups and downs. Mm. Um, and maybe, maybe underneath all that, she was having difficulty with her gender identity and, and struggling with, with some dysphoria there. So, you know, perhaps that was contributing to her her emotional state at that time well you know if it ain't green <laughs> i ain't interested oh I mean, whatever you think of laganja she's an incredibly talented dancer and she gave us some real iconic moments on season six yes she, she was, is a good dancer yeah so there's that yeah, yeah but i yeah. just thought that was great news it was nice like positive happy dragon race news wasn't it yeah. we see so much like shade and drama and and kind of spats online that it was nice just to have some somebody revealing that they're at peace themselves and happy and it was good positive news yeah i, I liked it i thought i'd share it with you but you already knew I did. you knew before everyone else knew tom so, uh, again, so like, operate, there. operate on stereotypes because obviously anybody, male or female, can present. They can present femme. They can present mask. Whatever they want to. I, it was just something that occurred to me. I wondered. If, I felt like I was seeing like an evolution in the way she was presenting herself. Now we're on the grand finale for Drag we Race are. Down Under, mm. and I just want to ask you: How do you? How do we feel? What do we feel? How do we feel about Drag Race Down Under? How this is the first time they've done Australia and New Zealand. Um, mm-hmm. Let's just go back to first of all combining Australia and New Zealand. It was a bit shady to have done that because <laughs> Australia and New Zealand were very competitive with each other. <laughs> so to group us into one competition, mm-hmm. it really became Australia versus New Zealand. Mm-hmm. And we didn't really get our own chance to show Australia's natural homebred talent or all of what New Zealand has to offer and their drag talent. They are very different. Yes, we are sisters. We're close to each other, but they're very different kinds of drag. And mm-hmm. I think you do see that. So, yeah. um, yeah, from the bat, having a down on the series was a big no, no for me. I don't think I've ever expressed it, but like everyone's talking about their feelings and I feel like I should be involved. <laughs> I feel like I should valid. also give my feelings too. Yeah. 
But how do we feel about the season? C- can I just say, kind of like on the flip side of that, I, I completely see where you're coming from. That like two different, very different nations have been lumped together. Yeah. But I do think that the the Kiwi queens have really come out on top in terms of popularity. I want to say that the Kiwi queens really did make the show, and they I did. think the strongest contestants overall. And yeah. I'm, there's there's no bias in saying this. Was Anita Wiggler? Mm-hmm. Was Keita Mean? Mm-hmm. And Electra was the underdog that was rising. She was the rising underdog. She was the Odor Delano that was really, really coming mm-hmm. up into her own. So the Kiwi Queens really made the show for it me. Really did. But it just makes me feel that the Kiwi Queens should have had their own. But I guess kind of like the other side of it as well is that I kind of feel bad that some of the super talented Aussie queens, it's all been kind of like overshadowed by production shenanigans and the racism dramas. Um, and I, I do... Well, it's very Australia. I mean, it's, <laughs> they're, they're keeping on brand, aren't they, with the racism? I couldn't possibly comment. But I, I, I just... It's a shame that queens like sort of, you know, Maxi uh, kind of got lost in the shuffle with stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and... You know, the likes of Jojo's Aho and Coco Jumbo who left so early. And I know that's just how the show works, but it was a shame that there wasn't a bit more diversity in the cast. And I, they were really, like, lovely, exciting queens. Would have loved to have seen what they had to showcase. Um, Etc. as well. Really unique queen. Yes, I did. I did mm-hmm. like those earlier queens. I think they were better than the ones that are still around. Now, when I'm going into the finale, oh, here's a tip for anyone who wants to communicate with Art Simone. All you have to do is write a negative comment <laughs> with her name in it, mm-hmm. and she will she will find you. I have no. She that. will write you a comment, and you know, I think yeah, there's so much conversation going about you art simone or anyone online mm-hmm. and i just feel like art simone's only responding to the negative and there's just so much people showing her love there's so much comments i mean you did an instagram post um i've, I've posted a about- whole art simone appreciation and like there's no energy mm-hmm. given to that but she, she finds um a comment on our twitter my twitter mm-hmm. our twitter and responds to one of our listeners yeah should we give some context that your original comment was actually art simone neutral wasn't it yeah. you you spoke about how you didn't really feel that that Keita and Electra should have been in the bottom. You didn't mention Karen or Art by name because that would have been quite shady, really, wouldn't it? So you didn't do it. Um, and then somebody underneath, I think, elaborated on that thought. And, they, had, to, and they were they were not wrong. They were not wrong. Um, but <laughs> they at, were very correct. Art but for Art Simone to, to reply to a comment like that, when there's so much comments about how much they love her and mm-hmm. posts about how much they love her, and you didn't see her commenting there, why is your energy focused on this negative? Tom, can you get into her mind for me a bit? Why is she doing this? I, I Again, we've spoken about Art Simone as being a bit of a victim of production. She's clearly a fantastically talented drag queen who's got an amazing career already. She had one going into drag Grace and she will have one leaving Drag Race because I think she's just that sort of creative. Because you um, are that girl. You can that, never have a <laughs> She's that kind of like creative and talented person. Um, I think she, I, I don't think she's going to get crowned today. Just we'll come, we'll come to that. But uh, I think she would have loved that as a kind of little extra thing and perhaps felt a bit entitled to it. So I, I think feeling, I think when you're a queen on the show and you're exposed to this kind of... I think she has been exposed to a lot of negativity because everyone's been like, eh, why did Art come back? Eh, Art should have gone home weeks ago kind of thing. I think she's just feeling on the defensive. I, I think she's... Um, her ego is is a little 
fragile and she's feeling quite bruised in this situation i think she's got like you know we've seen it on the show probably just like a and what what drag queen doesn't just a touch of narcissism about her and when you're a little bit narcissistic like you can put on this brash confident exterior but you know you can be quite easily bruised as well i mean look at how she was when she actually left the show she was completely devastated Mm. it means nothing um and so, yeah, you know, and so it, it just seems like she's unfortunately putting more energy into the, the negative, even though it was a, a what was on your Twitter thread. You really couldn't interpret it as particularly negative. No, there was, there was I mean, there wasn't anything bad. Um, I, I, I heard and I read everything that goes on in our Twitter. Mm-hmm. And um, the person who made the comment, I mean, a 100% correct tick, mm-hmm. tick, tick, yeah. smiley face emoji. You, what, <laughs> Where's the lie? There is no lie there. What I was saying is that for Art Simone to be only focusing on the negative comments, yeah. when there's so much love being posted out there, why aren't you, why aren't for all the people that who are rooting for you, mm-hmm. why can't you just write them like, yeah, hey, hey, thanks or something? I, I, I've shown her love on the, tw- on the Instagram page like three or four times because a lot of the Instagram is focused on like fashion and fashion references. And she's had some fantastic runway ways and it's it she's never once kind of liked or responded to any of those when like you know what what you need to do tom write a post saying how crap she is and she will comment she will retweet she (laughs) and again that sounds quite egotistical of me to think that she should even notice my little instagram page but you know it's not infrequent maxi likes a lot a lot of the other queens have certainly a lot of the Espana queens. I have seen like this time and time again. I know for a fact that when a queen goes onto RuPaul's Drag Race, mm-hmm. they see every comment, every tag, everything, every yeah. single thing, because their life is now that. Yes. they need to know how they're being received. They want. I mean. To go onto the show, you have to think a lot about yourself. You have to be egotistical in in some way. Yeah. So I know for a fact that they're reading it, and it's the ones who just are just more down to earth that are just chill. They don't take this off too seriously. The ones that are like, "Hey, Kamora Hall liked the post about her yesterday, and she's got a really big profile." You know. What do we want to see in the grand finale? This is the finale. It's over. I think a lot of people are really happy that Drag Race Down Under is coming to an end. Uh, because there's been too many shenanigans. Let's be real. Too many shenanigans. Uh, just, I mean, let's, let's look at last week. How on earth was Kita mean in the bottom with Electra? It was ridiculous. How on, there is no world, no planet. For a talent show, you should be judging the talent first and then the look second, mm-hmm. okay? But they seem to be looking at the look first and the talent as a... Michelle even said to Art, most importantly, you looked beautiful during your talent. And to Karen, she was like, oh, you looked so great. The Uh the best they ever looked that you wanted to lick your face. Mm -hmm. Okay, girl, she made a balloon animal. (laughs) One. She made a poodle. Singular. I've seen a six-year-old do that. I've seen... <laughs> they do that in class. They do that in primary school, Tom. Very they talented They do this in primary. I mean, I don't... I don't get it. I don't get it. So there's a, there's been too many obvious shenanigans. So... Uh, and I, it's been going throughout the season. It hasn't really, it? I guess kind of like the most obvious shenanigans as well is the Kiwi Queens who've fallen afoul of, of those shenanigans because, off the top of my head, the only two queens who aren't in the top four who actually won a challenge... Were Anita and Electra. Anita won Snatch Game. Went Anita home. won. But then, no, no, no. Who were in the top four? Oh yeah. I mean, sorry. Who? So queens who are not in the top four but won a challenge. Yeah. So all the only two are Anita and Electra. The other two Kiwi queens. Yeah. And both fell afoul of shenanigans, if you ask me. 
uh, Karen she, was in no, she had no business sending Anita home, did she? In she that didn't. Lip-sync. She didn't. And it's not Karen's fault. No, by the way, let's, let's, fault. yeah, let's just say that it wasn't Karen's fault that they that chose to keep her. But uh, yeah, so the last week the talent show was just it was it was a letdown because I mean to to learn how to dance like that to do any of the things that Electra was doing mm-hmm. is years and years yes. of practice, training, drilling for hours and hours. Mm-hmm. Whereas Karen's one was a ten minute tutorial on YouTube, Absolutely. and. Art Simone's one was what we do every day of our lives. We put things in our mouth. Wow, <laughs> give me a crown for it? I don't get it. I don't see it. I don't like it. I mean, we have just rewatched it, and I, I don't think I got... Much as I love art, I do love Art Simone. I think she's fantastic. And I just didn't get it, even watching it the second time. I, I, think, I, don't, I don't know what I said last week, but I think it's going to be the same as what I say now. I enjoyed the performative element of it, mm-hmm. which is just very, very silly and stupid. Yeah. And I thought I, I liked that. But yeah, how about Scarlett? It's like it can't be a talent show. They only do that on on All Stars. Bitch, you packed the poll. Exactly. You, <laughs> you you packed the poll. You came from Australia to New Zealand. Do not act like you did not know something like this was coming. Maybe maybe they just had one in the corner of the workroom and lent it. To yeah. You. I mean, to Scarlett's credit, she did deserve the win last week. You know, we're looking at pure talent here. Absolutely. It was, it was a fantastic performance and her runway was actually stunning as and well. And Scarlett wasn't caught up in the else. controversy that has been following her, the Dark Shadow. Mm-hmm. She would be a contender. She absolutely would be I, a contender. I tell you, I'll tell you for nothing, if if Scarlett's past had not been revealed and wasn't made public, then she would be winning. Yeah. She's got easily the best actual track record. Yeah. Uh, she's got three wins under her belt and one bottom two placement. Now, I guess, should we just talk a bit about the top four now as we're going into it then? Because we're well, kind of there. Can we talk about it as we watch it? Because I really want to get into it now. Okay. Let's, look, let's start watching the show. I have many thoughts. Yes. Okay. Well, we're, we're recording. I'd Here's like to mic. share them with you and our listeners. <laughs> <laughs> let's do that. All right. Let's get unpacking. Let's get unpacking. So, of course, the girls have come back. Um, we're now with the final four. We are. And uh, we've got Kida, who's got one win. One win and one bottom two placement. Yes, we got Karen but from Finance. That, really high safe. Yeah, yeah. I I think the best track record ish. Well, Scarlett's got three wins and one lip sync and a controversy. A controversy, <laughs> and that's the albatross around her neck. Yeah, the, the issue is that it just hasn't been solved. Can I? Yeah, that's can the I just, only bad thing is that if it was solved, it would be clear. Scarlett, you got this girl. Can I just make this plain now? Um, we've not obviously we've not seen the end of the episode. We've avoided spoilers. Scarlett's not winning today, and okay. I'll tell you why. You're exactly right in saying that the controversy hasn't been solved. Okay, and I think the main thing there is the lack of like visible reparations. They had a really glossed over conversation here on the show, but I think the really incriminating thing, unfortunately for for Scarlett, and I think just in general, because it'd be so good if she had made the effort and just shown how contrite she was is this picture from a few weeks ago when she was wearing that bodysuit with all the the comments from social media written on her which has made her seem defiant it's just it's just i'm, I'm sorry scarlett you, you're clearly not demonstrating change and i think the the reason why now that she cannot win is because rupaul's drag race over there was a period a few years ago when they were heavily criticized for um repeatedly crowning or favoring a skinny white fashion queen kind of stereotype um and then over the past few years they've done much better 
at rightly recognizing black excellence and the excellence of queens of color. Uh, you know, we've over the past year, look, we've had we've had Shay, we've had Simone, we've had Jade Rassens Hall, all fabulous and, and very deserving winners of Drag Race who've showcased drag, black excellence. You cannot crown Scarlet in the wake of that because it undoes what the show is trying to, I think, in a really positive way, trying to highlight and showcase. Yeah, I agree. That's my two cents, really. Uh, Simone, who's got no wins in an elimination. <laughs> Eliminatia Lopez. Yeah. And then we have Karen from Finance, who has one win and one horrible lip sync. And can I say also, let's just make it plain. Karen could have gone weeks ago. Yeah. And we could have had an Ether or Electra in this top four. I mean, yeah, it goes without saying. These are the girls that we have left in the workroom. Now, Mm -hmm. for me, I feel like Art Simone, I mean, your reputation got you back in. And mm. I feel like you're just buying time. Let's be honest. I, there's no way that someone with no wins can win. Do you know what would RuPaul's been... Drag Race? No wins and elimin- and well, one elimination. I, I think last week was the only time that Art has like been since coming back properly favoured. She should have been in the bottom two last week. Um, I think she would have had a much better trajectory if the uh, fashion construction challenge had gone to her rather than Scarlett. It would have been much better in justifying her return to the competition and justifying her place in the top four. Unfortunately, they chose not to do that. And it kind of gives Scarlett a bit of unbalance in the finale as well. Now, for the finale, we know what's going to happen. They're going to be doing one of RuPaul's songs and it's going to be (gasps) I'm a Winner Baby. This is a surprise. They've never done this before. (laughs) For the first time in Jack. (laughs) No. So they have to do a verse, create their own verse, and they've got the choreography. To mm-hmm. get down pad, don't they? And the choreographer is um, Lance Savali, who I was <laughs> like, oh, okay, I know Lance Savali. I danced with him. I used to look, I looked up to him a lot while mm-hmm. I was dancing um, with him in the royal family. Uh-huh. I looked up to him a lot because the year before I wanted to audition, he and another guy called Lawrence mm-hmm. were the only two guys, uh, and Richie were the only guys in the royal family. Before uh-huh. that, it was predominantly girls and requests uh-huh. all girls. And then when I saw Lance and Lawrence on the stage, I really wanted to join the Royal Family. I was like, oh my God, they're going to accept guys. Then the next year they had auditions and guys were included. And that's when I went. So I looked up to Lance a lot. And it was really cool to see Lance up there. Lance is a great guy. He's an amazing dancer. Uh He's got, he has the CV now. He's done Beyonce. He's done J-Lo. He's done Chris Brown. He's He's a name. He's amazing. And rightfully so. He's got so much talent. And he's got, you know what? I, I really do think they can make a reality show that of some way that follows Lance because he is a character. <laughs> I think he's a great I, character at that. You made such excited noises when Rue mentioned Lance. You you, you were very, very excited. Yes. Very, I said, Tom, cute. Tom, I know her. Tom, I'm cool. I know him. Is that I know him. Here, this is a photo. I know him. Is it? It's a photo. I, and I showed you a photo. <laughs> you showed did. you a photo. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, Let's it was put great. That on the story. The only thing is that Lance isn't a feminine dancer, and um, I don't, Lance is not gay. Uh, so, I don't know why Lance was asked. I have a feeling that they asked someone like. Paris or her father who's a big papa mm-hmm. Brett who is the her manager really I think that they approached Brett hoping to get Paris and Paris Goble is the phenomenon the of she's, she is. I'd say she's definitely without a doubt number one choreographer in the world Legend right now and yeah star, people Paris yeah Goebbels. she's 
She's just done the um, Amazon re the re re yeah, she, yeah, she, she did, did all of that. I have a feeling that they're trying to approach for her, and then they um, said, "Oh, and she she can't or she won't," and then they gave Lance and Elvis, um, who was there as a I guess dance captain assistant yeah, yeah. As, a, as, a, as a dance assistant. captain that's the language you use yes no but yeah it was great to see them on tv yes it really is in new zealand uh-huh. tom i want to talk about the tic tac lunch okay um if there's anything to really discuss because in my mind mm. i want to go through if, if i had to go through the lunch quickly the conversation that they had with scarlet was about don't read comments um it was the, the direction of the conversation was how to cope after drag race that was it and in in social media Mm. and they were trying to and so the conversation was more of a this is what not to do after don't read the comments we've heard that time and time again Mm. the conversation with art was don't do too much worry about you clicks can be dangerous it really was that wasn't it worry about you and um you know think about yourself the conversation with karen was just your about the relationship with mom and if they connected with karen from finance it was really an empty conversation as well as akita was um we love you uh we we're trying to get some emotion out of you was, what 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 can we do to make you uh sad i th- i think the what's att- the conversation that can do there why why are you yeah, like this the attempts to invoke emotion yeah the cod's psychology were particularly heavy-handed this episode i gotta say i mean sometimes rue comes out with some really lovely nuggets that are really relevant today it felt like rue was on and michelle was just as bad they were on autopilot but also like just giving them these platitudes that it just it felt really really heavy-handed what i preferred was the much more organic conversation that came later in the workroom between the girls because it felt natural and they actually the thing is like what seems to be expected in these tiktok lunches is that rue gives you this profound eureka moment and it changes your whole view and that's part of the rupaul brand she's written whole books on that kind of thing i'm not saying that rue isn't a smart and insightful person she definitely is and and so is Michelle. It's just like forcing it into these situations. And the with issue, people they clearly don't know very well. Yeah, exactly. The issue was that yeah. you don't really know the girls. You only talk to them when the cameras are on. Let's be serious. That's what every queen says. Yeah. We only talk when the cameras are rolling. That's it. You really don't know these queens. So for you to be giving them advice or for you to be telling them this is why you feel that way and this is why you are that way. Yeah. It's kind of empty. And there's a power imbalance. Mm-hmm. You're not gonna be like actually no rupaul i mean exactly. she's holding your chick she's holding your life yeah. she's, she's holding your reputation i mean of, she of course can, you're gonna say like rupaul you've changed my life thank you very much i mean she could say anything she could uh-huh. say you know I, I could be like oh man i had a great childhood she goes yeah i heard the word hood so you grew up in the hood so you're really upset and then you'd be like yeah you're right rupaul yes yes I'm, I, I did not have a great like you gotta because of the power imbalance it's not a it's not a genuine conversation and it's not a therapy session. It's, it's not it's a therapeutic like, conversation it's either. It's like it rude. Like Michelle, like as Michelle, Michelle rightly points out, you're not professionals. You shouldn't be like trying to kind of like jab at people's emotions when they're already feeling like really raw. They're away from their support networks. And they're in a very high pressure situation. It doesn't feel very fair. Um, I guess like just to, again, just to briefly touch on them one by one. Scarlet, this is a golden opportunity and I'm, I'm not trying to like bang on or labor the point it's a golden opportunity to maybe achieve some sort of resolution to the racism uh issue 
And like, why didn't Scarlet ask like Rue as a person of color sitting in front of her? Like, can't please please help me what can understand i do what i can do going forward from here how how can i truly show that i have changed and that i am sorry how can you get that far knowing that everyone knows about the blackface mm-hmm. how can you get that far and not know strategically and also just for just to be a good human how do you how do you know not know that that is the question that you should be asking. That this is the conversation that you should be having. It makes me you just need- really hope that we have a proper, like a little, like kind of untucked reunion, which they tend. This is how they tend to do them at the moment. And um, <laughs> Jojo and Coco give a hell over it, and etc. <laughs> and etc. Et yeah. Um, onto art. This is a bit of an interesting. I guess like there was at least an interesting theme here, but they, they spoke about care without boundaries which is something a lot of people do and they created it just felt like it was a forced narrative because we've not seen that with art before what we've seen with art so far is that she's funny she grabs attention she's a little bit narcissistic and she breaks the fourth wall she breaks the fourth wall but in an endearing way and all these things add up to making her art simone and actually making a really good tv we've not seen anything about her being a caring person or caring without boundaries and in fact in the makeover episode, she was framed as being quite uncaring. That's the narrative they were trying to give her that day. So where's this coming from now? This mm. kind of like, ah, Simone, you care for people too much. You really need to look after number one. It's like, yeah, that's, that's fine. That's good advice. It just like, it came Wait. from left field. Yeah. So, it was very much like, if I had a lipstick, I want my life up and ready. <laughs> Where did that come from? What does that even mean? Yeah. <laughs> this is yeah. really, it was very much like, uh, I'm, I'm confused. That just yeah. came out of nowhere. And then on to Karen, like, it was it was sad to hear about losing her mum at such a young, young age. But again, it's like this literal two-minute conversation. Um, I think the most interesting part of Karen's personality is her niceness. And I put that, almost, I, I'm always tempted to put that in inverted commas. Although I have heard a lot of the girls on, you know, their little kind of like post-show, um, what was the thing that they did with Michelle Visage, but it's not Michelle doing this one. The kind of... Uh, what, what you're they're doing a kind of thing like that a lot of the girls actually say that Karen is sweet and supportive behind the scenes I'm interested in that I'm interested in why is a drag queen sweet and supportive when we know that drag queens are often you know these shady bitchy characters and it's it's kind of almost a bit of an anomaly to have like a, a sweet but person but well we heard that when she was writing her verse and mm. the work oh, yeah room, her verse was very i'm not about like bringing you all down and then we, we all succeed together and i was like girl this is a competition exactly. it makes it that and that pushing it that far makes me interested in it's like how much of this is persona and how much of this is depth of character and I would be very, very interested to know more about why Karen feels the need to do that. If anything, the kind of like care without boundaries thing that we talked to Art Simone about fits Karen's persona better. But anyway, again, missed opportunities. Um, And then Keita, this felt like, I guess, kind of like the most organic one in a way. They just had like a bit of a chat with her about, you know, ups and downs growing up, parents splitting up and kind of the struggle associated with that. I cringed a little bit when Rue told us to give her a hug, give herself a hug, 
because I thought Rue was going to give get like do a plastic tiara. I, I thought Not green she, screen. I think yeah, give her a green screen hug at least. I, they probably weren't allowed. I thought it was really brave of Kida to say out loud and especially not just out loud to herself but to the world i mean Mm -hmm. she knows that this is going to be screened to millions of viewers to be vulnerable and brave enough to say that she's desperate to be loved none of us none of us would be brave enough to say that even to ourselves we wouldn't admit it i wouldn't even say that to my uh, my own head but for her to to say it out loud and on tv I just thought I when she said that I just I had so much love and admiration yeah. for this honest vulnerability. So literally in this whole segment, that's the one time that I felt something. Yeah, was was it was real to demonstrating that rawness. It was, it was real, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and again, you know, it was, it was a bit of poking and prodding to get an emotional reaction for for TV, which didn't feel very nice or fair. But kudos to Kita for kind of like rolling with it showing some some rawness and then like i think all of this stuff led on to like a really strong theme about dads in the workroom didn't it before we get on to that tom i want to i want to ask um what would our conversations be with the queens in a tic tac lunch i I think where would we take the queens and i'm going to say one by one let's all together what would we, I mean, we, we may have already said it, we may be repeating it a bit, but at least this time there's a bit more focus on what we're asking from, what I'm asking from you. What would our conversation be with Scarlett? Go. I, I, with Scarlett, it would be like, what are you going to do next, Scarlett? Because we know what's come up. We know about your past. Please tell us and show us how you plan on moving forward yeah. in a sincere fashion. Absolutely. I would say she has been killing it. I, I think her. I think she's a, a lot of talent. Mm-hmm. She's definitely talented. She's beautiful. Her drag is realized, um, and it's it's the other side. Mm-hmm. It's it's the other part. Mm-hmm. The um, the history and and then the why and the reparation. Bit, yeah, our, that's where really. that's yeah that's where mm-hmm. my our conversation mm-hmm. would stare. What about with art? With art, I, would, I think I'd focus focus more on uh, her striving tendencies. And the um, the the persona. Why is the why is the persona of art so important? There's a real layer of artifice with art, Simone. Artifice, Simone. Um, and I'd, I'd I'd really want to try and again. I wouldn't. To be honest, I wouldn't have any of these conversations with anybody on camera because I think it's really like raw. But um, I'd be more interested in why strive, why portray kind of like this. A perfect kind of armor-plated persona. What's underneath there? That's what I'd be looking at with, the, with art. Okay. Mm. What about Karen? Karen, it's, it's what I mentioned about the niceness. The reason I I wouldn't say anything with art. I would just I'd be a quiet Michelle, and I'd be looking <laughs> at you and nodding because I wouldn't know what to what to ask. I think for me, I wouldn't. It would be what we talked about earlier, why are you being, why are you only responding to the negativity? But then mm. in this situation, I wouldn't know what well, because that came after. So this is, this is a conversation that I have with her in the moment. I wouldn't. What, what, what I'd essentially be trying to address with, with that. And I don't mean this in a judgmental way at all is, is the, the demonstration of the somewhat narcissistic personality structure. Because to me, 
I actually really appreciate Art Simone as a drag queen. Mm-hmm. I love the fact that she's narcissistic. I love Absolutely. the fact that she, she thinks all the cameras are for her. Yeah. I, I, I really do. I love how much she wants attention. I love how bitchy and cunty and witty she is. <laughs> I love that. So in yeah, my being a really excellent drag queen. Yeah, she's in for me. I, I would just sit there and I I just love her. But it'd be nice for you to actually ask that question mm. and try to delve that deep into that part of her. What would the conversation with Karen? sound like I, I think like we've mentioned the niceness thing it's almost like I, i've said it in previous podcasts that it's almost minnesota nice the um i'm not allowed to be assertive i'm not allowed to be aggressive thing it's like wh- why we, we all have emotions you are allowed to demonstrate them you are allowed to show negative emotions at times you don't have to be constantly nice i think what i would ask her is what do you do successfully? <laughs> Quickly. Quickly. <laughs> because I haven't seen it. And let's be honest, you haven't either. I will say. I'll be really real. When we look at the conversations, when I when I start to read the little conversations when I'm on Twitter, a lot of the people are saying this, and especially in Australia. They say... The show's not doing Karen justice. I've seen I've seen Karen live. She's amazing, but she's not amazing on the show. That, that yes, I agree with you. I, so what 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 I'm hearing is that her reputation precedes her. Mm-hmm. So we're not seeing the amazing shows. The this amazing talk about her. I'm I'm reading about people who've seen her live, but she has not demonstrated that on TV. L- yeah. Let's be very real. She hasn't shown that. I, I would I would bet she would put on a fantastic show. She would host a great night in a club. Um, but that's not translated fantastically to, to... I think our expectations were probably different. I don't think she really is the comedy queen that her name suggests. Yeah. Um, 100%. Mm-hmm. Kida, what would your conversation... What direction would your conversation go with Kida? I think with Kita, um I think I'd be more interested in her journey throughout Drag Race and how things are with her sisters because they were quite a tight knit group coming through. And what I think I'd keep it quite current. I think I'm, that's the bit that I'm most interested in with with Keita because um, she's the last one standing of the Kiwi girls. She's she's always had like this sisterhood with anita and electra has been like a pseudo drag daughter hasn't she mm. i know she's not officially her drag mum, um and just what that whole process has been like i think yeah what would my i think i would ask her why did you name electra why i, I would ask that her, would be part of why the yeah why yeah. why did you um name electra as the queen who deserves to go home when mm-hmm. you've booked her where you've hired her, where you can trust her in your business, you can trust her um, with your customers, and you seem to have some kind of loyalty and some kind of family Fano bond. Mm. And she actually has performed better than many of the other queens who are left. Let's be serious, Karen. Yeah, instead of putting her name down, what? Why? Why couldn't you actually just? help her out or, or mm. I, I don't know why why did you name her you've as, got exactly. questions there haven't you? Yeah, yeah i've got questions why was her why was her name on your lips mm-hmm. that's it okay so i think the rest of the show went into them doing rehearsals i mean there's nothing new we know that scarlet's the better dancer left she's gonna smash her part karen is 
she's definitely from finance. She dances like she's from finance. And then the other Takeda, I think Keita can move. She can move. Yeah. She's not a bad mover. But uh, yeah, Art Simone would just be Art Simone. Art was just lusting. Camp over it out, everyone. Camp it she? out. Yeah. yeah. And then, yeah, I guess just to touch on briefly, the really organic and actually, again, quite touching conversation about dads in the workroom. Each queen expressed some sort of difficulty uh, or damage handed down from their fathers. And I guess it's always really interesting to think about drag queens and how they portray feminine power in different ways. And all these girls have had such difficult relationships with their primary male caregivers i just think it's an interesting juxtaposition it's probably noteworthy okay yeah but again like raw emotion it, it felt sincere it felt a lot more organic than what rue and michelle were trying to do in the tic-tac lunches that you could argue that that kind of catalyzed it we're going to get now into the final part we're mm. going to watch the production that is the rupaul's songs you're a winner we're going to have a look at that. We're going to look at their finale best drag outfits. Mm-hmm. And then we are going to crown our winners. And hopefully RuPaul is smart enough to um, have consensus. Yes. Let's go. Now, let's break down um, the I'm a winner, baby. I'm a baby. So we've just seen them do the performance and we're going to discuss it. Tom, the things that I'm looking for here, mm-hmm. okay, is we're going to look at how they Charisma, sound. unique. We're going to look at no, the um, the look and the performance. Okay. okay. Just try, make sure that we incorporate that. Anything else that you want to go with, mm-hmm. queen by queen. Let's start with Kita. Now, Kita's verse is she started out a funny young queen on her local scene. She mm-hmm. got the root Called from the silver screen, it changed her life. Dead advice, trust the gleam in your eye, kid. Oh. mean, spread your wings and fly. Oh, lovely, lovely girl. Very inspirational. Very inspirational. Very graduation yeah. speech. Yes. Um, that Victorian, you know, a send off to college. It feels very fitting. It's, it's, it's a good verse. I do want to say that she sounded amazing, She's and there the was even a harmony. The there was a harmony. I think it was. And I know great. a thing or two about harmonies. Tom, Tom is harmony. <laughs> he is harmony. <laughs> I like the sound. I just looking at Kita as a performer. She is always on. Yeah, she always looks quality. like she's having fun. Yeah. Like, and this is just her throughout the show. This, yeah. She is energetic. She gives off energy and she's always giving face. She lives on the stage, doesn't she? She really like, she exudes fun, camp, charisma, star quality on the she stage. She makes me have fun because she's having fun. She makes me happy because she's enjoying herself. You know, she puts me at ease. Yeah. I would love to go to her bar. What more could we want I would an love, entertainer than exactly. like enjoy? She entertains. Um, yeah, I loved her verse. What did you think about her? Actually, I was going to... Yeah, I was going to talk about her. No, look, I, th- but... I think we've we've in terms of her look, um, it was it was cute. It was very cute. It was it was kind of like a Dolly Parton gets a job job in a strip bar. Okay. That, that was like, there was the fringe and the big hair and stuff. Yeah. I thought she looked gorgeous. It's very Keita, you know. She's every inch the camp drag queen. And it, this this was very, very on brand for Keita. I loved her performance. 
I'm not the biggest fan of nude illusions. That's just my preference. Take it or leave it. Um, I, out of all the outfits on stage, hers is my least favorite, but I love the wig. And it, but I it is the, the very keto. The movement from the fringe is oh, very absolutely. good. It really complements the dance moves. The fringe and the color and the glitter, it catches the, the lights on stage. It was a very, very uh, smart thing mm-hmm. to wear. It's just that I didn't, it's not my, it's not my thing. I, I think her verse really, it felt like it's a finale performance. It's like, yes, we've made it. What's next? Let's soar into the future kind of thing. I wish that she had um, more in her verse. Mm. I wish there was more I'm a winner in it. Okay, okay. Yeah. I, I wish it was, yeah, I wish it was a little bit more like, Confident, braggy. I'm keen and mean. I, but I, maybe this is just on brand with it. But I that's what it I would have liked. Was because I get bored of kind of like I'm amazing because of X Y Z. Rue, I'm a diva. Crown me now. Ow! I've heard that twenty times. Yeah, but you, you can. I mean, you can still say the same thing, but in a different way that's enjoyable to hear and to appreciate. I'm not saying I don't. I don't like it. I just would have liked a bit more, Tom. Okay. 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 Now, what about art? Now, art's. Arts versus from the land of Oz, I'm a national treasure. Vogue boy born like a dime of pressure. Let's get back to Vogue boy later. I'm A to the R. Let me serve you the tea. Show me your shrimp. I'll be your barbie. It's an exhibition below the equator. String me like a masterpiece. It's part of the favor. Tiggers, I'll blow you a kiss. Because you can be the face, but you can't be this. Now, um, I didn't rap it the way she did. I really liked her rhythm. I mm-hmm. really liked her performance. I loved that it. it was such a Aussie accent. Yes. It was very, uh, maybe she amped it up a bit. Maybe that's just her accent. I but think I love the. She is the, somebody who really embraces her Aussie. Yeah. I loved, yeah. I loved that it. it was very Aussie. You know, the Barbie, the shrimp. Yeah. <laughs> um, she put her name in there. She's definitely got stage presence. I thought she she was great. I thought she was like on, like Keita, constantly on. Yes. She was hitting her moves really well, I thought. Yes, I'm not choreography the, I'm not good too. But she was really hitting it. She, she had a lot of star quality. And I. I, this is the art that I really enjoy. The art who kind of like leaves that little bit of insecurity behind and just like loses herself in the performance. And she was she was really really good. I really she enjoyed. Her. Really catches your eye. Yeah, she has stage presence. She has power on that stage, and it comes from the confidence that yeah. she has as a performer and her mm-hmm. confidence in herself. Probably the only one who committed to a joke as well that really made the judges laugh. They can't beat this. Blah, 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 bit yeah, at the end. it was great. What I did loved you- her look. Um, again, like she loves a, like a crayon box color scheme. Um, this color scheme in particular, whenever I see like lime green with like different animal prints, it reminds me of Pizzazz from Gem and the Holograms. Mm. Do you remember like the adversary Pizzazz? Yes. And she loved a bit like zebra print with lime green. It was very that, but kind of mixed up with that um, that Moschino collection where they had like the pastel biker jackets and stuff. Yeah. So kind of like nice. Pizzazz done by Moschino. Art uh, did very well. I liked it. Really, really fantastic, actually. I thought she was great. Yeah. Karen. Let's go on to Karen. You go first. Okay. <laughs> what? Karen. God, Karen. Can I say, I don't want to like feel like we're like crapping on Karen all the time yet, but she is, I think she's a lovely person, but. Karen. Karen, what was this? What? What? Should I start with a positive? She looked lovely. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Let's loved, go with that. She looked amazing. The, the kind of sequin Studio 54 jumpsuit. Fantastic. And, and the big wig, uh, the her, beautiful wig. The shape is always beautiful. The wig is always beautifully quaffed. And I will say, she looked like she was enjoying herself and trying to spread joy. Yeah. I think that was her aim. Now, 
tell me, what did you think of her her lyrics? First of all, I'll, I'll, I'll read out her lyrics and it okay. might have more flavour than okay. how she actually performed it. It was, hello, like- gorgeous. <laughs> wow, don't you look stunning? You know, we've been through a lot together. Us girls and I, you can call us sisters, but in my world, they're colleagues, stars, a team destined for the biggest promotion of our lives. And we've already won, baby. <laughs> Was that too good? I mean, she succeeded in making me laugh. That's all I can say. Do you know the bit that really gets me? It's like, but in my world, we're colleagues. It's like, stop forcing it, Karen. Like, Stop trying to make colleagues happen. Exactly. You said five minutes ago that you kind of feel constrained by the character at times. Boxed in by Karen Finance and she just raps it. Like, the thing is, like, it makes it sound like she's suffering from a delusion where she, like, she doesn't really work in an office. She just believes with, like, 100% conviction that she doesn't. Like, what would somebody who works in an office say? Oh, yeah, they'd call their family colleagues. It's just so weird. I already knew she wouldn't have the best verse because in the last one, mm. the last one, it was bad. It, it was like we, an induction we video. We said it was an induction this was, video. This was like the, the end the team, of an induction no, it was day. The t- it was the team meeting. It was a team, was a team meeting. A team building meeting. Which is like, Grace, day. we're all winners. We're all we winners. can hit our targets this week. Yeah. We're going to hit those KPIs. We're, yeah. gonna, we're stars, yeah. guys. And you're we're... not my family and my colleagues. <laughs> okay. <laughs> now let's now let's open the doors. Now the customers are waiting. Oh. That's what it felt like. There was no. There was not even an attempt at trying to make it find a rhythm or make it go with the beat it yeah. was just these are the words i have to say this is the amount of time i have to say it in and i'm just gonna make sure i get it all in there i think this is probably a good time to say as well you made a very good observation there were very few wide shots yeah oh yes there was so many close-ups it was annoying because obviously when you see a group on stage mm-hmm. the beauty of a group performance is synchronization is yes. seeing them all in unison and we were wrong of that experience because of a lot of the close-ups and I believe that the close-ups were an attempt at hiding how off as a group they were but most particularly I feel that it was Karen because even the parts that I did see um, in the wide shot I saw her a beat behind or a beat ahead or looking to the sides because she didn't know or doing them in the wrong direction and looking we say many times it's so like Telling the Sunni doesn't know their choreo if they're looking when they're looking to the side. Their colleagues, <laughs> their colleagues, not sisters, <laughs> colleagues. I um yeah, I think this rap goes down as the worst rap in Drag Race history, as the worst verse in Drag Race history, and she can take that. I mean, if, if she's you, won something. If if they do the thing where they kind of like eliminate a girl like mid episode before the final lip sync, Karen, you in danger, girl. <laughs> Girl, you mm. in danger, girl. Yeah, thank you. Let's go on to Scarlet. Now, Scarlet, S-C-A-R-L-E-T, Wicked Witch from the West, Personality, Drag Race Mainstays, Pumps, Ruby Red, Got Yellow Brick Dreams all around my head. I'm here to win, want to snatch the crown, want to tour the world, then paint the town. Red, hot bitch, I'm a fashion holler. When you cut the check, you better write down Scarlet. Mm. I loved her verse. It's a very good verse. I liked. It was, I loved it was, her verse. It, it was period. Quite, quite clever to use the red motif running through it. There was um, yes, that was smart. C- Scarlet Red. I, I loved mm. it, and I also loved the um, yeah, oh, exactly that. I loved the I want to win. 
because yeah. I'm a winner, baby. She, um, wa- she wandered slightly into generic drag race, I want to win territory, but there's enough cle- cleverness in the lyrics to make it distinctive. Good flow, mm-hmm. good rhythm. Her choreography was on point. She looked sexy. The look I mean, was great. It was, it was very kind of like, oh, Miley Cyrus is put on a red wig today kind of thing it was it was good it was a very good rap it's it's yeah scarlet's this is amazing she did more complex dance moves than the other exactly um again in in the group shot she was easily the best dancer this is her element this is what she does Uh, and it was very very good 10 cents cents i yeah as a as a group we've really talked about the shots and all that but if i had to rank them best to worst i would put I don't know. I think they were all good except for Karen, to be very I'm, honest. I'm happy to say that as they well. They were all good except for Karen. I, I'm, I'm happy to say that as well. I don't think anybody emerges like... I thought they all brought different qualities. Yes. Apart from Karen. Apart Karen, from Karen. Karen brought a very special ingredient. We, we said it last, I will say it again. She's like, you're on sugar babes who just... Um, who just no, 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 it's on McKittens. She's like, you're on Tom McKittens who talk. just comes in for the talk. It's Carrie Katona. It's already been too long, <laughs> but you... But we can make you whole again. You know, she's there's, that girl. There's actually a very good drag queen. Drag queen. Drag queen. Drag queen. Drag queen parody of that on YouTube. I forget what they're called now. But there's, if anybody Googles kind of um, drag queen parody of whole again, it's very, very good and funny. Well, throw Karen in there. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's look at the final runway and then let's crown our winner. Now, the last part that decides our winner mm-hmm. is the runway. And the category is best drag. <sighs> Talk to me about Art Simone's best drag look, Tom. This is stunning. I love this. I'm a sucker for anything that's not quite blue, not quite green, but somewhere in between. Turquoise, teal, aquamarine, all of it. I'm mm. there for it. And I was there for this. <laughs> it's like I loved how it was such a monochromatic colour scheme from top to toe, from her makeup to her hair to her dress. Everything was turquoise. Um, she gave me kind of like Scarlett O'Hara vibes if Scarlett O'Hara had, you know, became a mermaid and then learned to walk on land again. It's very, very beautiful. It's it's gorgeous. Um yeah, that's all I can say. I, I liked it, the look. Yeah, it was a big kind of like Dior-esque silhouette. Loved it. I loved the wig. Like you, I loved the colours. How did you feel about was it tall at the bottom? Mm-hmm. Lots How did you feel tour. about the? I love. Big... T- I'm a sucker for tour. I love it. Okay. The more the better, frankly. And you and you felt that. I mean, if she's going for a mermaid kind of look, because I I kind of got like a mermaid, and that was like the sea foam like emerging from the foam. I just think tall. It, it it gives volume. It has movement. It's it just I just think it invokes glamour to me. Maybe I'm a bit basic, but I just I see tall. I mean, I, I love it. I mean, I do yeah. love it. What about Karen from finance? This is interesting. Um, I think she showed off her shape beautifully, that wonderful hourglass padding. Very Lady Bunny hair. Um, And then clearly she's staying on brand, she's staying on theme, and she's basically got a pinstripe business suit as a gown. Gives me Jean-Paul Gaultier vibes. Um, I'm not sure if Gaultier actually did a kind of like pinstripe suit as a dress. I'm sure he must have at some point. Mm. That's the feeling I'm getting. It's sparkly. Mm-hmm. It's shiny, it's a big wig, it's campy. It's probably not my favourite look of hers, to be honest. I'll, 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 yes, I think I've seen her wear nicer things. Yeah. Last week, she wore a nicer thing on the runway, in fact. Um, there was some aspect of the colour scheme that I wasn't quite getting because yeah, she had like, the this combination pink of that, panel and the green. The green, yeah. If, if anything, I think she was probably going for a bit of a kind of ascot tie kind of thing at the neck, but... 
Um, it would have been nicer to see a plunge, I think, because she looked very kind of like dressed up and trussed up. And it mm. would have been nicer to yeah, see I, something a bit yeah. more feminine and sensual, I think. Not my favorite look. I could have mean... I love this. This is beautiful. So Ketamine walks out and uh, everybody's like, what's going on? And then she unfurls these beautiful angel wings. She's every inch the Victoria's Secrets model uh, with this kind of like angel wings backpack. Um, the course, it was, a bit, I guess, a bit Victoria's Secret, a bit the blonde, uh, the blonde NY. Um, so, and then I love this, this big poofy tall train she's got coming out the back as well. This is drag. This is beautiful. I loved it. First time I've seen it, I think, to my recollection, with like a breastplate and like a sexy look. But I love it. What better time to do that than the finale? She's polished perfection. Really, really beautiful. I agree with everything you said. Mm-hmm. Nothing else to say, really. Talk to me about Scarlet's fish drag. Scarlet looks really pretty. She looks a bit like, uh, kind of like Grace Kelly, um, stepping out in a ball gown. This sort of like pink, uh, bedazzled affair. For me, there's something a little bit missing that I can't quite put my finger on. But I think what I keep on thinking of is that I thought her look last week should have been a finale look because it was so, so beautiful. I mean, we said it. Last week's look was drag perfection. It really was. This, sadly, even though she's beautiful, suffers in comparison slightly because it's not quite as much of a finale. It's like she needs some jewellery or something up top. There's something a little bit missing. Um... Or the hair needs to be bigger. I love that look. I love that dress. That dress looks expensive. It looks shiny. It's sparkly. I love the color. It's it's you know she's the lady in what what, what was that? She's the lady in red. Well, everybody else is wearing tan. The Lennon friend. Front the nanny. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Why did that come into my mind? She doesn't Guys, give me massive front well, Welcome to my world. That's just how my mind... No, I, sorry, I, I love... She's very demure, very gorgeous. I loved the wig. It was very, like, classy. Yeah. I, she is not classy because she is not. She's, the, she's classy. For me, the wig... I didn't like the way that the tattoos were exposed when you're mm. trying to go for a classy look, though. Because there's there's two things going on and they just... They clash. If you're going to go for demure, if you're going to go for class, then like just complete the illusion. Cover it up. I mean, you can make up your face, make up your arms, cover this stuff up. Okay. Yeah, I see what you mean because she was trying, like, again, like it felt like a kind of like Grace Kelly 50s kind of vibe, mm. in which case you wouldn't usually have, you, have an exposed no, tattoo. But wouldn't. there we go. I'm, yeah, I can see where you're coming from. I just, beautiful, something slightly missing and suffering by comparisons last week. That's all. Absolutely. I mean, she should have just worn it again. I would have. Yeah. Yeah. I would have just worn it again. I mean, I would it was just great. Worn a slightly different headdress. And say, it is change different. the shoes. Just change the shoes. Change the shoes. Tom, uh, a whole season of Drag Race Down Under has come to this. Mm-hmm. Come to what we think. That's all that matters, mm-hmm. really. Absolutely. Okay. Who has won? Can I just say who hasn't? Let's say on three, say it. One, two, three. Karen. Karen. Okay. So, Karen. Goodbye, Karen. Thank you for thanks coming. Thanks for coming. You've been lovely. Yes. Wonderful person. Um, here's a certificate. Here's Participation. A certificate. Absolutely. And this will contribute towards your um, induction course. Yeah. Put it on your desk. Put it take, in the office. Take, take a step away, though. Um, no, we'll... so it really is down to, I mean, for me, 
based on this episode and track record, I'm going to go for Kita. Kita, there's really very little to tell between Kita Art and Scarlet from this episode itself, I yeah, would say. This episode yeah. was so good for them three. Mm-hmm. For Scarlet Art and Kita, what mm-hmm. a battle. And you have to give it to them. They were amazing with their rap, their singing, their performance. Their drag has been great. Yeah. This episode really cast a great light on these three. And it was a great fight. It was a great finale. Yes. We have to now go into small things like um, track record, which mm-hmm. by default takes Art Simone out. Yes. Now it's between Scarlett and, and Keita. I want to say this. Without the controversy, Scarlett's the winner for me. Yeah. Without without the without the controversy, Scarlett is the winner. If we're looking purely on what they brought to the table... Scarlet, Scarlet is the winner of Drag Grace Down Under. I mean, on paper, I could I could quibble with one or two of her wins. Not from last week, not from the talent show. She smashed that. But like, you know, the construction challenge could have gone to art. The the girl group challenge was very weirdly judged when they put Electra in the bottom and gave Scarlet the win for doing basically the same thing. Mm. But there we go. We've we've already vented that before. Based well, on pure track record. If we're going with what the judges have said, yes, Scarlett. But she won't because of reasons we've already explained. And um, But then, yeah, Keela deserves to win. Not as a, you know, not not because they couldn't give it away. She's also entitled to a win. She has yes. been high the whole way through. Yeah. She's been a great competitor. What better person exists she bring- in the realm that is Drag Race Down Under than Keela? She yeah. is quick. She is Funny, mm-hmm. she's lovable but shady. Yes. She's found that balance. She's she's great. She brings joy on stage. So Keita has won for me as well. We're on the same page. Yeah. But I I have to say that Scarlet was great too. So Scarlet should really won. But you've got to think about the person as an ambassador for the brand as well. And she fails on that front. Yeah. It's, it's a really, really big... Because of all of that, of yeah. And then yeah. I just see Kira as being a loved... She would be a respected and well-loved winner. And I've been paying attention on Instagram this past week. Like, if Kita doesn't win, people will riot. And World of Wonder and Rue pay attention to that. Yeah, but I don't, what I don't want is this. I don't want a Monet exchange. I don't want people to think that she wins because she's a default. Kira stands on her own two yeah. feet as a winner. Monet exchange does not. <laughs> because Monet does exchange not. does not. She got she got crowned the win because of the, the the outcry of there has to be a black queen. They should have just waited another season because Shea Coulee was coming. She, she would have been. Indeed. She she would have come in rightfully been a winner, but I think no. Yeah, so I I still don't believe that Monet should have won. I, I stand by that. We know, yeah. But this is not a Monet situation. Kita deserves a win. Agreed. I think Kita would be a worthy and beloved winner. Now, as you know, we watched the final lip sync. We don't know who's lip syncing yet. Um, we don't even know who's who's leaving. We don't know who the final three or two are, mm-hmm. but we watch the final lip sync and you hear the crowning the same time we do. So let's get into that. Okay. We're getting into it. So we are. they're all going to be lip syncing, all four of them individually. Individually. Olivia Newton-John's physical. I want to get physical, physical. <sighs> Luck. And don't fuck it up. I want that crown. I'm envisioning it and it's fucking mine. 
how how mean they're all in like these huge gowns and yeah. you want to do like a big high campy <laughs> song like dance to it you won't see any leg cha-cha things let's go okay it, oh okay so Keita shed her train and her backpack <laughs> okay Scarlett's taking the sexy route which Cheers. we've seen her do I think that's her go-to her go-to yeah. is to make everything sexual I mean, she did it for a song about heartbreak. Uh, <laughs> now she's doing it a song about this. So we're seeing Karen doing campy workout moves. Ooh, I mean, Keita's really freed herself up and she's... Oh. Well, Keita's going for <laughs> the campy... comedic choices on the floor there. Keita's going for the campy comedy route. And I think there's also the same with Art Simone, but Art Simone's uh, very camping it up, especially with her face. Facial gymnastics. <laughs> Keita's being very funny. Scarlet, similar to Keita, has shed her skirt. Yes, come on, lunges. <laughs> Scarlet. Oh, wow. she's doing press-ups. Okay, Scarlet thinks that she's going to the turf <laughs> games with me. Keita's really committing to the... Um, the... <laughs> the comedy of physical. She's putting a glove. She's making some very suggestive movements. Who's Scarlet? No, uh, Keita. I think Keita's um, carrying on. Well, she's committed to, to comedy. comedy. She's committed to the comedy, which is great. The, the thing is that don't don't change it halfway. We're which seeing, she's not doing. She's, she's doing not. Great. She's really committed. We're seeing very little of Karen, and Art is giving us. I, I enjoyed the spinning. I enjoyed the movement. She's a very confident performer. You know what? I tell you. I tell you what they're doing. They're not showing much of Karen, but what they are showing of Karen, it's, it's really, really quick segments of it, mm -hmm. isn't it? Yeah. Because they don't want to show her looking bad and awkward. Scarlett's getting into a bit. Yeah, I, I want to say fun, not not desperate. Well, great. So we've seen that. Who who emerged as a front runner or a couple? We of said it before. It was definitely between the three again. It was between yeah. Keita, Scarlett, and Art. Look. Ka Ruth's just gonna announce it. Yeah, She's gonna go ahead. First drag superstar is. It has to be Keita. It has to be. My heart. Yeah! <laughs> I was still scared. I was scared. I was a I little was, bit fearful. I was a bit scared that they were gonna try something different. Ah. I just felt like a sense of relief that the right thing has happened. Woo. That's fantastic. Congratulations, Kita. Kita, yeah! Congratulations, oh. Aotearoa! Yes! Yay. A Kiwi queen won Drag Race Down Under. Yay! <laughs> And it was never meant... Look, let me stop this now. It was never meant for New Zealand. New Zealand was an add-on because it's, they couldn't yeah. get quarantine filming in Australia. And so they brought it to... And all of, look what happened. Now they had to crown a kid. I mean, we're good. We are just we're amazing. Good. Very well deserved. Oh, this is the best thing that's come from Drag Race. Yes, it was a hard journey to watch. But the outcome the is right, great. The right thing happened in the end. Yes. A joyful, fun, campy, talented queen was crowned. I was um, I was ready to throw the remote at the TV screen. I was ready. <laughs> I was ready. I, I, I knew. I knew that the wrong thing couldn't happen. I was just, do you know what? Now no one can say I was runner-up. There was no runner-up, you know? No. There well, was, there were three runners-up. No, 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 which is the clear Three winner, and then you guys were there. Lovely first alternates. Okay, that's it. That's Drag Race Down Under. Congratulations, Keita Mean. Way! And congratulations to New Zealand with the same. But, um, yeah, 
What a roller coaster of a series. It really has been. I think, like, let's look back on it and just try and remember the amazing talent that the Queen's portrayed. Let's try and leave behind the controversies and the distractions and the production pushes. There were some really lovely moments that I hope that people look back on and remember. Karen, if you are listening to this podcast, which you will because well, you we will are, be. you we will are, be. you will, yeah. this is the podcast. Uh-huh, um, uh-huh. We do not hate you. <laughs> no, don't. We don't. Not like you, we just feel like production did you no favors uh-huh. by keeping you longer than you should have stayed above queens who deserve to stay. Yeah, and what they had done was made us dislike you mm-hmm. um, by keeping you here. But at the end of the day, look, it's done now. We would always see a show. Uh, we Simone. would definitely see a show if you if you tour UK yeah. or if we if we tour. Sydney. Maybe <laughs> when, when maybe we we're going to tour. You when know? we tour Australia yeah. and yeah. New Zealand. We'll, we'll go to the mountain. Bring the mountain to us. Uh, we might come in tour. We'll definitely see you. We'll see all of these queens. We support as, as much as we can. And just in terms of the other runners-up, Art Simone, you had a career going into this. You've got a career going out of it. You're an amazingly talented queen. Again, you're kind of done dirty by production, but you're obviously fantastically talented. Scarlett, very talented queen, very talented person. I let's let's hope that you make good choices going forward in your career, Scarlett. And in terms of activism, Scarlett, because you are listening. Hi, Scarlett. Yeah. Hi, babes. Um, don't get angry at Drag Race for taking away something that you feel is yours. Mm-hmm. Uh, I hope that you not winning makes you. I hope it doesn't make you angry. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And like, it makes you go the other way. And like, you know what? Fine. It, it doesn't matter what I do. Now I'm just going to keep doing whatever. I don't want you to go the, that direction. Um, people are looking at what you do now. Scarlett, if it, if it does make you angry, then you really need to examine that. And please, please, please um, collaborate with, with indigenous people, people of color. Try and use your platform for, for good going forward. Everyone, thank you for enduring enjoying is that what didn't i say that (laughs) thank you for enjoying drag race down under there's more to come we got drag race espana still for you to join in with us and and enjoy and also we've got all stars six coming up so a couple of weeks you aren't going anywhere join us again next week the first the first broadcast for all star six may be live from london live from london so if any of our followers (laughs) and fans are out there please feel free to what Tune in. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Tune yeah. in from London. <laughs> this is Bolo. And Dr. Tom. We'll see you guys next time. Lots Bye. Love, guys. See you soon.